Crazy! Wow! Oh my goodness, this energy job! Wow! Yes! I'm you're you're pumped. pumped! Pumped and ready to go! Oh my god, our, our listeners can't see this, but John is he is fully erect right now. <laughs> he is ready to go! <laughs> Got so much energy here! Oh, I can tell, John! Feeling I'm loving wild. the color of your energy. Wild and frisky! Um, you don't need to tell me. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, that's that's right, listeners. It's going to be a, a high energy episode today, because mm-hmm. like always, I was about ready to take a nap, and so then I I just tried to psych myself up, and I'm I'm staying psyched, I'm staying hyped. The pills are kicking in, John. <laughs> that's right. Done all kinds of. Unhealthy things to my body just now. For you, listeners. It's all for you. You say that, but here's the thing. Like, methamphetamines, like, they were developed as a medicine, right? Medicines are good for you. I mean, medicines are good for you. That's, uh, that's my understanding, is all medicines. Everything that has ever been developed or sold as a medicine, including snake oil, is good Mm -hmm. for you. Well, here's the key. Here's the key, If anyone at any point has said this is a medicine, then it's good for you. What is the doesn't have to be someone one, qualified or a What is the number one piece of the Hippocratic Oath, John? Do no harm. Do no harm. So, given that, how could we have doctors prescribe medications that cause harm? It would go against their very sacred vows. You're so right, Ian. You're so right. And so that's why I say to all you kids out there, if you're at a party and someone offers you a joint of marijuana, say no. That's no good. That's right. But if there's a pill, like a like a a bowl, of yeah, a, like a pill mis- bowl being passed around, yeah, a pill bowl, go wild. as many as you can, because each one will only make you healthier. <laughs> That's right. Alcohol, say j- just say no to alcohol and weed, but mm-hmm. say yes to pills. Say yes to pills. That's the ASMR Quest um, sponsor this week is pills. That's <laughs> the right. The pharmaceutical industry in general has given us a generous sponsorship <laughs> deal. Um... <laughs> So yeah, I'm just sure, continue consuming medication. I'm sure no one will ever listen to that bit and um and take issue with it. I'm I sure if imagine. like if this podcast ever gets popular and people start going back and listening to our backlog, I'm sure we won't regret that little bit at all. Well, John, <laughs> I mean I think this is one of those there's there's this whole logical idea of um if you start with a false premise, you can derive anything. There's like some fancy Latin name for it, I don't remember. Okay. And so I think that that's the yeah, key no, that, say, that, yeah, I think if I've, our I've podcast becomes popular, <laughs> we'll never regret this. Like that it's vacuously true, you see. Oh, I see. <laughs> I thought you were referring to the bit itself where we started with a false premise, but no, okay. You, oh no, no, no. I, I, I've got you. <laughs> um <laughs> Oh, speaking of that, that sort of yeah. very neatly brings us into the indulgence corner, John. How are we doing? How's that money? Oh. Yeah. How them big dollars? We're, we're raking it in. We are, we are oh, getting shit. rich off this bad boy. Nice. Um, so, uh, I guess the, the first most important thing, uh, is if we take a look at our statistics. Mm-hmm. Um, we have 1,196 total downloads from wow. 900 seems like it gets smaller every downloads. week. 
No, no, 1,196. That's more than we've ever had before. Um, and that's from 900 unique downloads. So that mm-hmm. means that, uh, basically no one is listening to a second episode of our podcast. Mm-hmm, they stumble mm-hmm. across one and think, this isn't for me. <laughs> I'm, just, uh, I'm still wondering how they stumble across that first thing. I, I don't know. Um, but I mean, I guess, well, uh, there, I guess there's some number of people who have listened to more than one episode because it's, there's a discrepancy of almost, uh, almost 300 between unique downloads and total downloads. Mm-hmm. So we can have uh, so, up to like almost 30 regular listeners. Yeah. So advertisers, uh, I hope you, uh, I, I hope you're ready. Um, mm-hmm. or I hope you're ready to give us some money. If one of you we 30 are, regular are listeners ticket. are an advertiser and you have a product that you wish to advertise, uh, reach out to our other 29 <laughs> listeners. <laughs> um, yeah, so so I I think that that's a uh, a pretty big accomplishment. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty proud of that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean we we've we've surpassed our uh, like we've surpassed a thousand downloads. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's it. You know, it's time to time to sort of pack it all up. I I think so. We hit our goal. We hit our goal and. Um, yeah, mission accomplished. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, so then let's, uh, see, um, you know, who's been talking about us, what we, what we... Yeah, sort of what's yeah, the, what's check the out our mentions. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, uh, if we head over to iTunes, mm-hmm. uh, we check out our ratings and reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a, a, a great, uh, five-star review. It yeah. says, wow, uh, by ASMR Lover 69. Well, uh, and it says, actually, incredible. that one sounds sort of familiar. Uh, <laughs> I think that one might have been I, from... I, uh, it, it does say it's from April 18th, 2017, so there's a possibility we've talked about it before. Mm-hmm. But I think it's still a great five-star review, and uh, I would like to see more of them. But So that's uh, sort of the one do. that you want to focus on. Like, out of all of our large collection of reviews that we no doubt have on iTunes, that's the one you want to focus it on. Um, no, it's, it's not so much that I want to focus on it, it's just, um, it's the only one that I'm currently seeing. I'm guessing that the page just hasn't loaded properly. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I bet there's um, some sort of, like, iTunes bug or something. Yeah. It's just failing the... You know iTunes. Uh, th- those engineers at Apple just can't keep it together. No, they really um, can't. Yeah, uh, so... Such a shame. Um, so unfortunately that's the only one that's loading, but I'm sure we've got lots of other fi- uh, great Firestar reviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, if only we oh, could what about see those them. emails, John? I'm I'm always interested in the emails because I feel like that's how we really connect with our um, yeah. Listener I, base. I agree. I agree. Um, so let's let's just take a quick look at our our emails. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, oh my God, can you <sighs> fucking Google? What a just what a shitty company. Can't oh, do anything no, right. Did Google accidentally delete all of our emails. I don't know if they're deleted or if they're just not loading, but God, you just, you can't trust Google. They've, they're just, they're known for their shitty products and services. Well, here's my thing about Google, John. That's why Google is going under. It's just a failing company. My, my thoughts about Google. You used to hear, you know, sort of all over the place, like, you know, oh, Google, you know, they have their sort of company motto of don't be evil. Mm-hmm. I feel like I haven't heard about that much lately. So I'm wondering you know, if they haven't changed that. Maybe they have. I'm not sure. But you know what was never their motto? 
Well, don't be a shitty failing company. That is uh, true. I'm, I don't think that was ever You know, the entire time that I've known about Google, I have always felt that Google is synonymous with poor quality products and services. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and that remains to be true right now as our... I just, I can't access our emails. Yeah, which brings us very neatly into our second sponsorship of the week, and also sort of mm-hmm. the end of the Indulgence Corner. Um, we're sponsored this week by Ask Jeeves, a search <laughs> engine which I don't think exists anymore. Um, let's find out. But they set aside, like, a sort of trust fund to hire sort of up-and-coming advertisers in the future, and... We were selected. We were selected to be one of the uh, one of the people pitching Ask Jeeves. Oh wow! Ask dot com does still exist. It's not Ask Jeeves anymore. It hasn't been for a long time, but yeah, yeah. it's still there. Yeah. Um, I think if I recall correctly, they don't really do like. Uh. Oh no! I guess they do. Uh, just do Are like Ask dot com. Yeah, I, I thought they had, like, switched over to just, like, hosting their own articles and stuff, but it looks like they are still doing internet search. We'll say, they um, are ranked 218 in the U.S. Uh, as, like, a website, so that's something. Oh, wow. Good for them. That's, yeah, better than I was expecting. It does make uh, me wonder who 217 <laughs> is, but... There! <laughs> so I, I tried typing ASMR into their search bar. Their first autocomplete suggestion is ASMR sex. Well, there we go. So I think that shows what a uh uh so I don't I don't know if I trust ask.com. So here's something um, interesting, I think, John. I'm yeah. looking at their stats right now on Alexa, an Amazon mm-hmm. company. I don't know if that's like Yeah, I don't know if that's like widely known, but it it is true. Yeah. An Amazon company. That's where they got Alexa, the uh, the Amazon Echo. I also don't think that one's true, but they are owned by Amazon. It's probably not true, but oh, okay, it does actually say an Amazon company right there. Yeah, no, while, they, they're just like certainly an Amazon company. I just no, okay. don't know if like the the whole Alexa keyword and Echo is because of this, and I tend to think it's not. Probably not. But I, don't know. I will say so. One of the things Alexa does is it gives you the top keywords from search engines, so like which search keywords. Um, eventually lead to people clicking on the website in question. Um, Interesting. Perhaps unsurprisingly, 4.3% of traffic comes from the keyword ask. Mm -hmm. However, 2.8% of the search traffic, so the number two keyword, is Lowe's. Really? So I guess there's like like some sort of connection here. Like people... uh, Like Lowe's the home improvement giant? Yeah, and now I'm looking up Lowe's um, on Google. Uh, not seeing any Ask.com. Like, maybe if huh. I go to their website, there's a link to Ask.com. I don't know why that would be, but... That's strange. Uh, but, Ian, um, I, I we actually are not quite done with um, the uh, with the Indulgence Corner. Uh, no, we're not. No, uh, because I do want to bring up um, our second Twitter follower. Oh, we have a second one now? We do. We oh, do. shit, they're doubling. Yeah. Um, if, if it keeps up like this, we'll have more Twitter followers than Justin Bieber in no time. Yeah. 
Um, so our second well, actually, Hold on, let's sort of unpack that for a second. While you read out this tweet, i just like to know, um, when did our first Twitter followers start following us? Um, so our first Twitter follower started following us on March 9th. Okay. I actually don't know when our second Twitter follower started following us, um, because... We'll assume today. No, no, it definitely happened sooner. I think I just forgot to mention it on a couple of episodes. Mm. Um... Because, for whatever reason, we didn't get a notification about our second follower. Well, you know, when you get as big as us, they can't, you know, the social media sites can't be sending you notifications every time you get a new follower, right? Suppose that's true. Twitter probably just, like, uh, you know, um, filtered it out for, for our benefit. Uh, so I, I don't know when our second Twitter follower started following us. Um, but, uh, so yeah, our, our second Twitter follower, I would just like to, you know, give them a little shout out. Uh, to sort of, you know, reward this type of behavior of following us. Um, so our second Twitter follower is Odin's Bitch. Uh, handle at Classiest Miracle. Um, hold on a second, John. <laughs> what? Is this a, a proper Twitter? I think it is. Like, so, yeah, their, their name on Twitter is Odin's Bitch. And their handle is at Classiest Miracle. But, I mean, they've got, like... So it's a private account, so I can't actually see any of their tweets. But the fact that it's private makes me think that it is real. Okay. Um, And it's got, like... As, like, the banner photo, it's got a picture that I assume is from a movie of a woman who looks like she's kind of, like, fucked up on something. Um... And then uh, the, like, profile pic is a young woman uh, wearing a Happy New Year's crown and drinking the champagne of beers. Well, okay. I guess we've got a great new uh, a great new Twitter follower. So, Odin's bitch, you know, thank you for joining us. And just to get yeah. back to your comment, John, that if this keeps up, we'll be surpassing Justin Bieber in no time. Mm-hmm. I do just want to say, so if we do continue to um, double our Twitter follower base at this current rate, I have estimated that it'll take us about three years to catch up with Justin Bieber. Okay. So, I mean, that's still a little while. I had I was assuming that we would uh, double at a slightly faster rate, but I guess that's an unfair assumption to be making in this case. Uh, I mean, I don't think it's unfair, just given our popularity and how fantastic we are, and, mm-hmm, like, how mm-hmm. much social media buzz there is about us. Um, but I suppose, it, in the assumption, at this rate, we or, like, in the statement, at this rate, we will surpass Justin Bieber in no time, then it doesn't really make sense. In that case, you would be correct. Yeah. Um, but given the fairly reasonable assumption that our well, rate of doubling well, we will are, increase... We are assuming that our rate of doubling will remain constant, which actually does seem... Somewhat generous, right? Because that is that is actually growth right there. Oh no, I I, I think uh, it, it's um, I, I I think assuming that our rate of doubling will remain constant is quite conservative estimate. Okay, well we'll we'll have to check in in about forty more days just to see. Yeah. I, um. So so thank you, Odin's bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and then that does bring me, uh, or I guess we can sort of segue nicely into the, uh, side quests now. Um, so, as you may recall, a while ago, 
we had one of our tweets liked by minimalist ASMR, and I was unsure if uh, this was just like some bot or if it was a real person uh, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did decide. So uh, minimalist ASMR did look into their Twitter account, um, and it linked to their YouTube page. Um, and so I still don't know whether or not minimalist ASMR is truly a fan of the podcast or if they were just sort of click and like on stuff. Uh, but I, I did watch some of his videos and I quite like them. Um, oh, he is not, he's not a, he is not a well-known ASM artist. I think he has like, uh, oh, he has, he has 86 subscribers. So, um, almost as popular as us, I would say. Well, I don't know, Jack, because we've got a thousand downloads. Yeah, so. Over a thousand. Oh, actually, well, I'm looking at his, uh, video views now. Uh, I guess he's a little more popular than us. But just a little bit. Okay. So uh, what you're saying is we might have found ourselves the perfect target for Operation uh, Get an ASM Artist on the podcast. Possibly, <laughs> yes. Um, but, so yeah, I, I actually, I really like his videos. Um, so the the title, Minimalist ASMR, is pretty accurate. He does all of his videos um, just sort of like, you pretty much only ever see his torso, his arms, and his hands. Um, he doesn't talk at all. He has, like, a very dark black background. Uh, he usually has his objects that he is using for the triggers on a green table. Sort of looks like a card table or, like, a mini golf course, but in table form. Just, like, the, like, mm-hmm. the, the green material on top. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, and then he's got, like, some sort of object and he does some trigger stuff with it. I um, mean, they're like, they're pretty high quality. Like, he seems to have a pretty decent camera, and, uh, he's got one of those cool, fancy ear mics. Uh, it's called the 3DO, I guess? Uh, let me just double check if that is accurate. But it's like the, the binaural stuff? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. Are, there, uh, oh, are those, those, uh, microphones that look like heads? Uh, no, it's the one that doesn't look like a head, but just has, like, two ears on it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, 3DO. He's got one of those, and yeah, um, so I, I've only watched one of his videos in full, but I watched a little bit of another one, and, um, yeah, I, I really like it. It was, a, it was a, it was a good, it was well done. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, uh, yeah, listeners, if you're interested, I would say check out Minimalist ASMR. Okay. And Minimalist, uh, ASMR, um. Check us good out. Good job. <laughs> Check out these moves. Boom, 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 boom. Okay. <laughs> so I thought you would join in with me there, John. But I, I, I I'm sorry. I, I didn't really know where that was going, and I. Yeah. I I, I apologize. <laughs> um, I don't know that I've done any other side questing of note. Uh, what about you, Ian? Anything else you wanna? You want to bring up? Well, so I've been sort of continuing on my personal um, quest to watch the Great British Baking Show. Oh, okay. Excellent. I'm nearing the end of the second season now. And I gotta say, I had my first uh, Great British Bake Off dream recently. Oh, wow. How was it? It was kind of stressful, actually. It was not a relaxing dream. <laughs> Were you a contestant on the show? I was, was a contestant was on the show. Oh, nice. And... I, I'm gonna I'm gonna come out here and say it. I don't think Paul Hollywood liked me very much, which I thought was very distressing. <laughs> he 
he was just he was just looking at me with that look he gets sometimes, you know? Mm. Sort of sort of like he's smelling something foul. Yeah. He's not pleased with your bakes. Not pleased with my bakes. Which I mean couldn't blame him for it because it was sort of one of those things like you know how sometimes you're dreaming, you're like, Oh, I gotta run or I gotta punch something and you just can't really do it. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of like that. <laughs> Alright. So there is, like, a scientific explanation for why you can't, like, run or hit stuff in your dreams, and it's the fact that, like, your muscles at that point have, like, actually shut down. So I wonder, but, like, I don't know, I guess it's interesting that you would have that same sort of experience with baking. Like, that baking is, like, a flight or, a fight or flight response for you. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I just get startled and it's I, like, fight, flight, or baking. <laughs> Well, no, I mean, I've also, so I've also had this before with dreams about, like, playing tennis or something, where I'll go to serve the ball, but then, like, I hit the ball with my racket and the ball just sort of drops straight down. Okay. It's on, I, I feel like I've only... Like, ineffectual dreams. Oh, okay. Yeah, I feel like I've only experienced that with, like, fight-or-flight type responses, mm. where, like, because with, um, with any sort of, with any other dreams, even if it's, like, a very action-packed dream, um... You can just sort of, like, imagine yourself doing stuff. I think it's, like, specifically in the really intense, like, sort of scary dreams where you, the, like, fight-or-flight response kicks in that that generally manifests itself. I think because it is a, like, because it is a more, like, instinctual response, and so your brain actually tries to move your body, and your body won't move. And I think that's why that happens. Whereas if it's not, like, a terrifying situation. You can just sort of imagine yourself moving rather rather than actually trying to move. Hmm. I could be totally wrong, but that was my my vague understanding of why that happened. Hmm. Informative. I'm not sure. Maybe. Possibly. Well, it was informative. Possibly informative. It might have also been accurate, or maybe it was inaccurate. Maybe it was just incorrect <laughs> information. Listeners, if you know, please write in. Let's please write it. Please, please write it. We're so lonely. Um, we have oh, to, like, I guess get out there and like really start advertising this podcast. Yeah, start start postering. Yeah, like, putting up flyers and yeah, flyering. That's what it's called. Hand out the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Just start stapling flyers to telephone poles and mm-hmm. stuff. Or you know what we could do. Um, we could get a whole bunch of those blank CDs and burn episodes of the podcast onto it, and then just leave them behind, like, leave them sort of scattered all over the place in, like, a cryptic, you know, like, ARG sort of way. Okay. And people just find them, and they're like, what's the link? Yeah, do some geocaching. Yeah, sort of geocaching our, our podcast. That'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I think the other thing that would help to spread the word about the podcast if is would be if I, like, wasn't ashamed to tell people about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. It's good to feel a healthy dose of shame about your efforts. <laughs> I think so. I think, yeah. Well, it's just one of those things where I'm constantly like, where I constantly think, we're improving, but we're not there yet. Mm. So I, I have to wait until we're, like, true professionals, till we've nailed it. Um well, I think we hit that episode we'll never one, know. just out of the gate. I don't <laughs> think there's a single second of dead air in this podcast or any of the podcasts we've ever made. Yeah, and certainly no no audio issues either. Not um, that I remember. 
perfectly crisp. Uh, sounds like it was coming straight out of a recording studio with a professional producer. Oh, right you know what I bet it might be, John? I bet we might be having issues attracting listeners because our sound is too crisp. They I think we listening. intimidate people. They're concerned. They're like, are they in the room with me right now? They look around all startled-like. <laughs> uh, that could be. That could be. I think I think also just like our jokes and our intellect intimidates people. That is true. That's a that's a common problem that I have, especially with women. Yeah. Uh, I Also, my looks. Um, I think just like hearing my voice, all of the listeners can tell just like how attractive both of us are. And mm-hmm. I think they're intimidated by that as well. I think I've been described as sort of like a like a Zuckerberg type character. Okay. Or I've, like I've, the guy who plays Zuckerberg, whatever his name is. Oh, um, the guy who does Silicon yeah. Valley, and they always make jokes about how no, no. attractive he is. Doesn't he do Silicon Valley? No, the guy who played Zuckerberg. I assume you're talking about the guy who played Zuckerberg in like the Facebook movie. Yeah, he's not in Silicon Valley. No, no. Uh, Which guy are you thinking of? The main character from Silicon Valley? Yeah, yeah. That's um. Ah, shit. I actually know his name. The guy who played Zuckerberg, I forget his name, but... Um, the guy from... The star of Silicon Valley is, um... Oh, oh, fuck! It's painful! It hurts! I can't... Ah! Oh. Wait, okay. So, uh, just... Get, it's okay, you um, can cut I'm this part gonna, out. I'll cut this part out and pretend that I knew it all along. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I can even so set just... you up with a little, uh... Little, like, I, I, can, I can sort of repeat it, and then you can just jump in. Actually, what I want you to do is I want to, like, I want to say part of it, and then you cut me off to say who it is. Okay. Yeah, so, wait, uh, I've almost got it. Okay. Almost. All right, so, Ian, just, uh, just... Just sort of give me the key. Throw me a... Well, or I was going to say, like, like, tee me up. Throw me a, throw me a soft okay. one. So, so hold on. So, yeah, I've been told that I look a lot like the guy in Silicon Valley. Thomas Middleditch? <laughs> Were you, you look a lot like Thomas Middleditch? Uh, no, John. Jerry Eisenhower. <laughs> I don't know who that who that one is. I I don't. Isn't was wait. he is he maybe the guy who did who played Mark Zuckerberg? Are, are, do you mean Jesse Eisenhower? Who's Jesse Eisenhower? Or Jesse Eisenberg? I think that's his name. Okay, we got there in the end, listeners. Okay, so so all right, wait, so. So, do you look like the guy who played Mark Zuckerberg in the Facebook movie, or the guy who is the star of Silicon Valley? I think I look like the guy that Mark Zuckerberg played in the Zuckerberg movie. Okay. So, actually, looking at pictures of them right now, and just using my engaging brain, mm-hmm. um, I'm... Oh, actually, you could look like either of them. I think I've gotten both. I remember there was one... Yeah, you probably have. Person, one TSA employee who was really adamant that I looked like, I think, the guy from Silicon Valley. Okay, that's Thomas Middleditch. And um, I've, I've definitely gotten the the Jesse Eisenberg one before. Yeah. Like, they're, they're, so they're both skinny white boys with uh, messy curly hair. Which isn't really super accurate, because I'm actually, I mean, as, as our listeners can probably tell just from the sort of rich resonance of my voice, I'm sort of a uh, rippling mass of, of sort of glistening muscle. <laughs> uh, Alright, so, so let, let's just do this one more time, Ian. One more take. <laughs> oh, <don't even> um, <laughs> where, we, where we nail both names right nail. away. Just don't... 
Okay, here we go. Are you ready? I am. One, two, three. So I've been told that I sometimes have been told that I look like these two fellas. Oh, Jesse Eisenberg and Thomas Middleditch? (laughs) Uh, From the Facebook movie and Silicon Valley, respectively? (laughs) Yeah, John, you got it in one. Wow. Wow. And that's the power power of teamwork. (laughs) Um, I completely forgot uh, what we were talking about. I was just going to say, John. Like, we were saying, like, who our sort of celebrity doppelgangers are. And oh, okay. I will just say that I've always thought that you look just like the 10th president of the United States. Wow. That's not true at all. I have his name. Oh, wait, fuck. I don't <laughs> want to give away my real name. I got um, you, John. Got you good. I mean, fuck it. Like, who's going to be able to... to Google me with that info. I'm sure all of our 30 listeners are going to be like, oh shit, I know his real name now, let me just find him. And they're like, oh Okay, finding a lot of information about the president. Let's go to Google page 10. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, There's something about a John Tyler from Aflac on page 10. Like the insurance company? Yeah. Not insurance, Ian. It's some, I don't really know what they are. What is, like, because I'm the commercials with the goose just saying Aflac. Yeah, <laughs> I think they also make a point of just saying that they are not insurance. They they give you money. Well, like rather than paying I for things for you, they just like pay you money. I don't think that could be accurate though, right? Because like you can't be a company that just gives people money. Well, you have to like sign up for it. So it's like it's an insurance company that doesn't pay for specific things, but pays you money when you're I. When you're out of work or something? I'm not really sure. Well, I'm on the Wikipedia page, and they are just an American insurance company. The largest provider of supplemental insurance oh, okay. in the U.S. So, if you go to page 10 of the Google results for John Tyler, um, when Which you start is, to find... you know, sort of appropriate, because he was the 10th president of the United States. It is, it is. It was also just, like, the, the furthest, like, the last one you could click from the first page. Um... So if you do that, then rather than finding information about the president, John Tyler, as you find on, like, probably the first nine pages, you instead start finding information about things named after the president, John Tyler. Oh, okay. Like, a lot of different things about, like, high schools and, like, community colleges and, uh... Wait, is your home safe from John Tyler? Is no, it is not. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. I I'm clicking on it now because I I have to know. Well, now I'm just googling it because I need to find, figure this one out as well. Is your say is your home safe from John Tyler? Hottest no, it is not. Dot com. It has presidents of it has yep hottest heads of state. It has images of the president. Let's see. Most people don't realize how vulnerable their homes are to infiltration by former president and ancient swamp monster John Tyler. Here are ten ways that John Tyler is able to enter your house so he can build a nest and lay his eggs. What? So we've just stumbled into a whole sort of pot. <laughs> and I think we've just found ourselves the next couple of episodes. Um... <laughs> so, 
So, as far as I can tell from this one page I'm looking at, Hottest Heads of State is, I guess, a joke clickbait website with, like, joke listicles. Yeah, and it's it's being updated regularly. So I'm on the, the main page now, and there's a profile on Patrice Talent, the president of Benin. And there's a little a little quiz, like, who's more of a political outsider, you or Patrice Talon? Um, <laughs> and it does seem like Patrice Talon is more of a political outsider, turns out. Ah, uh, shit. Yeah, this is an interesting website. Well, this, this John Tyler one's actually pretty recent. March 29th. Yeah, it is. It, yeah. From this year? What? What a, what a fascinating website. Oh, there's also one about how to make a puppet. How oh, gazed upon puppet? the presidents in their bathing suits. Mm. Well, that's nice. Now on the talk page for Aflac, John. Yeah. Just it's how did we end up here? Well, Ian, we decided to create a podcast about uh, ASMR, mm-hmm. and we're doing an excellent job. You're right about that. And that's how we ended up there. You're right about that one. Um, oh, I did have one other side quest I wanted to bring up. Um, so this is something that does not necessarily, uh, trigger my ASMR. Um, and also doesn't necessarily relax me. Um, and also isn't necessarily at all related to ASMR. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But it is something that I really enjoy. Okay. Um... The WWE has finally managed to get me excited about Roman Reigns matches. Oh fuck! Uh, How did they do that? By, well, they've put him in a feud with Bra- uh, with Braun Strowman, mm-hmm. and I just I I love watching Braun Strowman kill Roman Reigns every week. Oh dear! Like, I mean, so so Roman Reigns like he fights back for a while, and Braun Strowman gets injured, but he also then kills Roman Reigns every week. Now, when you say he kills him, is this like a is this like Roman Reigns comes back as a ghost, or he's being raised by sort of necromantic rituals? Well, I'm just saying that if this was not within the fiction of wrestling, uh, and Braun Strowman had really done all these things to Roman Reigns, he would probably be dead. Hmm. Um. But oh man, it's just. It's just, it's wonderful. Braun Strowman is a very, very big man who's very strong, which I think I've probably said on the podcast before. And he he beats Roman Reigns up very badly, and it's really fun to watch. Now, I'm going to tell our listeners this right now. Um, I I heard John say Braun Strowman's a very big man, and I didn't believe it. But now I've Googled him, and I've got to say, he's actually a pretty big man. <laughs> Um, you look at sort of the size of him compared to the size of of smaller people. <laughs> he's he's big. He's a big boy. Six yeah, feet eight is... inches, weighs just under four hundred pounds. He's got a big beard. He does have a big beard. He he also used to compete in strongman competitions on like oh at, at the world class level. Um, he's 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 a He's a strong dude. He is a straw dude. <laughs> he does have a little bit of a baby face in some of these pictures. 
He does, which I really like about him. I think that's one of my favorite things about him. Is if you can, like, look past his beard and look past his very scary body and, like, his usually angry expressions and just really look at his face and to the man underneath. He's adorable. Mm, he's just... Maybe he's a misunderstood toddler. Perhaps. I mean, but, like, really, I mean, he is the hero that we, we need and deserve. Mm, the hero taking down Roman Reigns. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> he uh, th- th- he has gotten a lot of thank you Strowman chants. Aw, well, that's good. Like, every rough, time he... Isn't it, when he, uh, when he does probably eventually lose. Yeah, I'm gonna be really sad when that happens. I mean, he did lose one match to Roman Reigns pretty early in the feud, and I was very angry about it. Um, but since then, he's been doing a good job of beating him up. Uh, I'm hoping that he will ultimately win the feud, but I don't have high hopes for that. No. Because, well, I and many other fans see him as the hero... Uh, that's not really the way the storyline is supposed to go. Well, we'll see. There's always room for surprise with the WWE. It's true. It, it's weird. Like, half the time, they're just unbelievably predictable, and it, you're just, like, beating your head against the wall with how predictable they are. And then the other half the time, they really shock you. It's It's fun. Anyway, um, so are you ready for the main quest? I think now, John. I'm gonna I'm gonna come out and say it. I think that this main quest might be too big for us. You know, because we said last week that our our main quest. I don't know if we actually said it on the podcast or not. Yeah, we were gonna read an entire ebook. That's true. But John, we did say that 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 was what we were doing. As you know, I've always been a consummate professional. I've always been 100% dedicated to our ASMR quest. Yeah. So I did it. I managed to read the the entirety of this uh, 16-page, and for the <laughs> listeners out there, I did make little air quotes around page because, well, we'll get to it. Um, I did manage to read the entirety of the 16-page ebook. Ah, oh, Ian. You're a hero. I know. So... I'm gonna just go ahead and uh, and say it. Um, I don't really have that much to say about our main quest, which is part of the reason that I I took so long with everything else. No, yeah, I'm I'm with you on that one. Um, there's not much to say. Well, there's a lot to sort of comment about it. Um, the actual material here. So the the ebook that we read was from the ASMR lab, which yep. from what I understand is like it's the premier source of information about. ASMR, um, it is ranked website number 396,485 <laughs> in the U.S. Um, but, it, yeah, so, uh, it's like if, so, you, so, if you look at ASMR, it's one of the first results. It is. Um, and so I, as far as I can tell, it doesn't look like it's been updated all that recently. Actually, no, there are some comments recently, but like, looks like most of the comments um, content is fairly old. I could be mistaken. Um, but the conclusion, so I, so I read the whole ebook and then I like briefly looked at the website and the conclusion that I came to is that, um, the, 
the guy who runs this website, uh, what was his name? Jeff Thomas. Um, uh, Jeff Thompson. Um, yeah. So, uh, gotta add that to names we fucked up, Ian. I guess. Uh, so Jeff Thompson. So the conclusion that I came to while briefly looking over this website is that Jeff Thompson kind of had a similar idea to us where he was like, ah, I'm going to compile all of the information there is about ASMR out there into one source, and I'm going to be, I'm going to have, like, the go-to definitive source for ASMR. And he did that, and then a week later he was like, oh, well, I guess that's it. Not much else is there. Most of the information, there there just isn't that much. There's Um, not that much ASMR stuff out there, guys. Yeah. A lot of people so like, a lot of ASMR stuff out there. That's a, a lot of repetition. There's a lot of ASMR content out there. Mm-hmm. Not a ton of ASMR information. Mm. Which um, is, I think, why people like us are so important. Because we're spreading... I mean, just just go back through the... Oh, 40-odd minutes that we've been recording here. And you can just, <laughs> it's just chock full of ASMR It's a wealth of ASMR information. Little pearls of... Hard one ASMR wisdom and experience. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so, yeah, so I, I read his ebook, uh, yeah. I guess that, that's my, like, my one complaint. It was advertised as an ebook. It's like 16 pages of, of slides, basically. Yeah, they're not real they're, pages, like, cause they're, it's, it looks like it was made in PowerPoint. Yeah, well, it's, it's got too much information for slides, but not quite enough for, like, pages in a book. Well, also, I will say, so he... I mean, there's a bit of, I think, audacity going on here where you've got this 16-page ebook, right? And you, mm-hmm. his website advertises the hell out of this fucking thing. It's mm-hmm. like, because it's really the hook to get you, you know, you subscribe to his email newsfeed or something. And he sends you the free ASMR uh, ebook. So it's 16 pages... Page one is just like, you know, a cover page. Okay, I get it. Page two is a one-page, like, just a little introduction and information about Jeff Thompson. It's like, well, I don't think you can get away with that. Sixteen pages, John. Sixteen pages. And then he ends, of course, with a find out more. So really, three pages right away. So we start off with sixteen pages. Three of them, nothing. Toss them in the garbage. So, so, I don't, so I, I know that one of the segments of our podcast is burning bridges, mm-hmm. but I don't know if we can really call people out for their audacity, given that we do refer to ourselves as the world's best podcast about ASMR, and we do start off every episode with the indulgence corner. But John, here's the thing. I And, and Ian, we record our podcast with a program called Audacity. <laughs> well, John, shit. I had a great counter-argument, but... I mean, that one, I, I will admit, we do, in fact, record our podcast with a program called Audacity, so maybe I shouldn't be bringing up the audacity of others. Precisely. Show a little fucking humility, Ian. I will say, though, John, look at the fucking font he uses for his headers. Yeah, I don't like the what font. What is that? What is it? Where'd that oh, font come from? It looks like a worse that... Comic Sans. <laughs> it does. It's like someone, so... some topographer or whoever makes fonts was looking at Comic Sans and they're like, this is too formal and businesslike. 
We need a looser font. We need something that people will look at it and they say, wow. Wow. <laughs> so, I, I, I want to talk about the content briefly okay. of the ebook. So, like, I, I mean, I, I basically agree with everything he says. It's all fairly basic stuff. Um, I guess, like, uh, to, be, to be fair, if I had read this, like, as soon as I had learned about ASMR or, like, week one of this podcast, I would have found it uh, pretty informative and useful. But at this point, it's like, it's all, it all seems very basic and obvious. Fucking baby lady. Um, yeah, it's like, I don't know, like, I, I, like, I guess, I, I don't know, I can't really talk about it that much, I guess. I feel like talking about what is contained here would be like if I was to try to, like, go back to kindergarten and assess the information being doled out in kindergarten. Like, I'm just not the target audience anymore. Well, actually, that brings up a good question, though, John. How do people scale the difficulty for, like, kindergarten assignments? Because, like, there's people out there making worksheets or whatever for kindergartners or preschoolers or whatever. Kindergartners have worksheets? I mean, at some point they do, John, right? Like, maybe not kindergartners, but maybe when they when they swell up a little bit and they become... So preschool is before or after kindergarten? Before? What the fuck are you talking about? Well, who knows, John? At that, before first grade, who knows what they're doing? Are you, no! Preschool obviously comes before kindergarten! I mean, it obviously comes before kindergarten, John. It's like, cause yeah, cause you need all those, those critical preschool skills to succeed. It's common knowledge! It's common knowledge! Uh, here's, here's my question, John. What so, so, okay, so, so. What does kindergartner mean, John? It. <laughs> oh god, it's, um. It comes from German. And I, I, I did know at some point what it meant, but I don't remember anymore. Um, I'm Googling it right now. I mean, I think kinder is child or something. Kindergarten is a preschool educational approach. So you saying the fact that kindergarten obviously comes after preschool is, I think, tomfoolery because kindergarten is a form of preschool. No, it, it, it is not. That is not true. It, at least, so go to the in the U.S., this article least. is about preschool educational approach of kindergarten. Okay, but in the U.S., also it turns out kindergarten means garden for the children. Oh, that's what it is. Okay, <laughs> so in the U.S., in the U.S., where both of us have lived our entire lives, kindergarten is mandatory everywhere. Or it is like, it is like public education available to everyone. I don't know, actually, yeah, I don't know if mandatory is the right word. Compulsory? It, I don't know, it, it's like publicly available to everyone though. Whereas preschool, I think you generally have to pay for. Um, and there's like a very well known and clear cultural distinction as well as like, uh, like, yeah, like, like, like if you talk about preschool, you are talking about the non-pub, or the generally non-public, uh, thing that you send children to before kindergarten, and it's early childhood education, and every research, like, all the research out there, everyone in the know says that it should be publicly available to everyone because there is apparently, like, it is, it is apparently just, like, unbelievably valuable, like, just the success of people who go to preschool versus the people who do not in later education and, like, supposedly even the 
number of people who like commit crime who have gone to preschool versus people who have not is way lower. Like as far as I understand it, there is like every every re- like all the research that has ever been done says, wow, preschool is fucking amazing. Kindergarten, on the other hand, is garbage. It's a waste of everyone's time. And I think that but, it's actually a crime that our tax dollars go to fund um, kindergarten. But then after preschool, you go to kindergarten, and then you go to first grade. Also, I will say, um, partway through that... I can't believe you didn't know that. through that, I did remember the whole K-12 through educational system. Yeah, how the fuck could you forget that? Well, John, you didn't bring it up, now did you? That wasn't your first go-to, but like, like it, 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 it goes unsaid. It was like, it goes, it's well, like, hold on, John. It, is it necessarily obvious that K through tell there's not a P in there? Like we already okay, got was one a, no, non-number no. in that list. Why can't we have more? The than fact, one? the fact that I didn't say like, oh, you remember K through twelve education? Like, like it's, me saying that would be like, oh, you remember January through December calendar year? Well, John, I still don't know off the top of my head how many days are in each month, so. That's different. I don't know how many, like, school days there are in every, like, grade of school. Hmm. It's like like 180 or something. No, 280? I don't know. Also, it turns out there are, like, so there's... Yeah, because, so, like, we have the the K-12 educational system is, like, sort of one yeah. way of looking at the education pipeline. But I guess there's a lot of other ones, too. There's, like, P14, preschool to two-year degree. P20, preschool to graduate degree. Damn. K20. All sorts of P's and K's. <laughs> so, yeah, I think um, we can all agree that kindergarten is a German word which means garden for children. Garden for the children. Yeah. And that's why kindergarten classes are always held outside with lots of flowers mm-hmm. and vegetables. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the ASMR lab stuff, uh, if you're totally new to ASMR, if this is your first episode of uh, ASMR Quest, um, and you don't know anything about ASMR, I'd say go check it out. Uh, if you've been listening all along, um, I don't think this ebook has all that much to offer you. I, I mean, go ahead and read it if you're interested. Um, it has some cool links. Um, like it links to some interesting stuff. Hold on, John, because I just remembered. I don't before, really have anything else to say about before it. getting chewed out by you just because of an innocent slip. Um, that was pretty unreasonable. Pretty unreasonable. Well, you know what, listeners, you should write in to tell us who's right about this. Um, listeners, so write in if you if you think that John is right, and if you don't think that John's right, um, just don't write in. Listeners, I would just like to uh, let you know that I, I won the argument from last week. I don't remember what it was, but... I <laughs> That's true. You did win the argument from last week. But now, John, now but... I've got you on the ropes, because I, I remembered what was the right order this time. Yeah, you did. So also, but I like... am looking at kindergarten it. worksheets right now. Um, okay. Worksheets and printables. So here's one that I think is just um, so great. It's about the five senses. And it's, so it's, which sense goes best with each picture? And so you got full graphic depictions of the senses. You got an eye, a nose, a mouth, an ear, a hand. And just because of the way this is arranged, like, you know, eye, nose, mouth, it does look sort of like a creepy Picasso face. That's fun. 
And then you have uh, five pictures on the right that you try to match them with. And the pictures are a pizza, a telephone, a partially written um, word apple, a book with a picture of an apple, and a piece of pizza with a bite taken out of it. I'm very confused by those. Yeah, yeah, it's like, I, I think there's a lot of issues with this. I think this is, now I will say, this does, this worksheet only has 3.6 stars based off the 70 ratings, and so I think other people do agree with us. Also, I will say the grade is preschool or kindergarten, implying that they are interchangeable, but... They are not interchangeable. Well, I mean, they just teach similar skills, probably. Yeah, I, I don't actually know, remember like what they teach in them because I was well, so young when I was in them. They... But I do remember the order. Well, well, I think I think kindergarten. I'm not. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a bold new stance, John. Instead of my stance being just I don't remember what the order is supposed to be, I'm gonna say kindergarten is a type of preschool. Preschool is Ugh. just all all portions yeah, of time before. You already one. fucked up. We already have it. On the recording. No, 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 John. You can just cut that out. You can cut that cut in post. Nope. Whoops. I think we should probably wrap this up, though, because we're getting close to an hour, and we definitely aren't talking about our main quest. I mean, we talked about our main quest for, like, five minutes, because we didn't have anything to say about well, it. Well, now we're talking about the five uh, senses. That's that's not ASMR-related. John, what do you mean the listeners, five senses aren't ASMR-related? Listeners, 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 check out, ASMR, check out ASMR Lab if you're interested. You're relaxing um, ASMR images. It does have some cool links. It has some interesting uh, stuff to ASMR share. There's, some, like, there's a lot of, uh, like, sort of vibrant discussions so going flavors. on uh, if you want to join in some What's of those. Oh, wait, maybe there's flavor? not. I think there is some discussions going on. Cinnamon? Maybe I was mistaken. Um... Like yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, listeners, check out ASMR Lab if you're interested. Uh, it definitely has some cool links. Um, a lot of the ASMR information smells. is, I think, fairly um, basic, but it, 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 none, none of it's wrong. It's all accurate. So take a look. Do you think ASMR um, smells good or bad? Listeners, uh, reach out to us on Twitter at ASMR underscore quest. Uh, email us at ASMRquesting at gmail.com. Please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Um... And, um, I, uh, oh yeah, and, and please, uh, share us with your friends. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode, and we will, uh, talk to you again next week. Keep it tingly! Stay tingly! <laughs>